0: Hey, this is episode six of Console.Warn, a podcast where we highlight what's new and noteworthy in software development. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing or liking. So let's get started. First up, web.dev posted an article about CSS subgrid by Adam Argyle. So if you're not familiar, this is the guy that created Open Props, which is a set of web tokens that uh, is used to build components uh, CSS it's um, framework agnostic so you can kind of use it in any context anyway um, he wrote an article about subgrid uh, which if you're not familiar subgrid allows children to inherit its parents grid you don't set the child's element display to subgrid but instead you set grid template columns or grid template rows to subgrid and that inherits its parent's grid. So subgrid is really just a value, and this allows more consistent layouts as everything aligns with the parent grid. It's now supported in Chrome 117. Um, There are also some really good other resources, um, one that I found on YouTube by Kevin Powell, who's kind of a CSS guru if you're interested. Next up, the BBC is dropping threads. So the other week we talked about Mastodon and Threads and their ventures into the Fediverse. Um, it seems like a lot of big entities like the NFL and CBS News haven't really posted on Threads in quite a while. Um, so their accounts are are basically inactive because, um, well, you can't delete a Threads account without deleting your Instagram account, which seems like an issue, but... And on the flip side, these places are continuing to post on Mastodon. Putting aside some of the Threads' privacy issues, to me, and this is just my opinion, one of the big things is that there's just not enough contentious debate on the Threads platform. Um, It came out as partly as a response to Twitter after uh, Elon Musk took over. But I feel like the pendulum has kind of swung in the other direction to where everything there sort of feels very vanilla- um, it's very non-confrontational. Um, we're sure you you know you go there the first time and it's it is like positive and friendly, but you don't really go back because there's not like a show of arguing, you know, everything out the sun and and having all these different viewpoints. So I don't know. Threads feels a bit like it's become an echo chamber. It does feel hard to have a debate, um, like an actual healthy debate. Um, in an echo chamber. So I don't know, maybe things will turn around in a little bit, but it does seem like some of the bigger companies and brands are starting to move away from it. Next up, there was a Wired article last week called, The Cloud is a Prison, Can the Local First Software Movement Set Us Free? This discusses doing away with big tech and sort of moving to a peer-to-peer model that cuts out the middleman. Uh, Similar to cloud computing, but instead of renting out servers, everything would be on our own computers. Um, Martin Kleppman and his team from Inc. and Switch wrote a white paper a few years ago about this idea. Um, he had one good quote in there that said, there's no such thing as a cloud. It's just someone else's computer. So the idea is to maintain the multi-device accessibility while removing the dependency of a central system. So a lot of a lot of common points with kind of the Fediverse thing we talked about the other week. Probably won't happen anytime soon, but it's always fun to read these kind of outside-the-box ideas. Finally, we have the Segmenter API. So there's an article linked in Frontend Focus uh, last week called Using the INTL, International Segmenter API, which uh, this API allows you to split up sentences correctly in different languages. So, for example, in Japanese, I'm, and I'm not, I don't know any Japanese, but apparently there are not white spaces between words in, ja- in Japanese. So just going um, string.split would not correctly segment a sentence. So the segmenter API takes in a language, then it lets you kind of iterate through the objects that it spits out. One other cool feature is you can specify the granularity. And so you can step through by word or by sentence. There's a lot of uses for the, this API, like localizing your application, um, if you're going to parse through text uh, to translate, or even just getting an accurate word count of a sentence, because it takes into account graphemes which are the smallest unit of language. So everything from letters to numbers to letters with accents. So it's so it's more accurate than doing string.split.length. So that's it for today. Uh, links will be in the show notes, and we'll see you next week.